Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are going through Proverbs chapter 2, verse 17, and it talks about, it is still talking about the forbidden woman from chapter, or from verse 16, and it's talking about the fact that, you know, we'll just get into it. From the adulteress with her smooth words, that's the end of verse 16, and then verse 17 says, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. So when it says companion of her youth, that would be her husband, the covenant of God, of her God, is talking about marriage. And this makes me think of great partnerships and the value of time. And let me tell you why. So forsakes the companion of her youth. Like when it says the companion of her youth, it's like somebody who chose you when you were a virgin. Somebody who chose you when there was like you had your whole life ahead of you. Like all of the value in our life, I say, I feel like comes down to our time. Like if I gave you a billion dollars right now and you could not wake up tomorrow, you would not value that billion dollars. Like that is not what you would care about. That billion dollars is only good in so far that it can make your time on this earth more pleasant. If it's not making your time better, more effective, more efficient, more shaped how you want it to, that billion dollars is absolutely worthless. So... I think when it says for sixty companion of her youth, it's like, especially in the Bible, it's talking about like you were chosen when you were a virgin, you made a commitment to one another and you guys decide to promise, like made a covenant to live life together and you're forsaking that companion. And so when it talks about verse 17, the forbidden woman, the adulteress forsaking the companion of her youth, it's talking about somebody who ditched the person who chose them Basically, when they had nothing, right? Like, we are choosing to build a life together is how I like to look at it. And now you are forsaking that life that we chose to build together, forsaking that covenant that we made before God. And we made it at a time when I was at my most valuable. Like, men in biblical times, if they chose a woman, it was like, at that point, they were probably in the prime of their youth. They were given the best years to that woman. And... It is talking about the fact that that is the companion of your youth. The person who gave you their most valuable time, energy, and effort. And that's why I feel like this is talking about the value of time. Because it's not just saying who forsakes her companion. It's like the companion of her youth. And it has a very specific focus on the fact that you guys got together when you were young. You're building a life together. Those were the best years of your life. And those were the most formative years of your life. And you gave it to one another. And now you're forsaking that. So I think this verse in particular makes me think about the value of time. And when you're young and people are like, explore in your 20s. Don't explore with like, just travel. Like travel is great. Don't explore with just um, trying new hobbies. Trying new hobbies is great. But it's like, who are you going to serve? What impact are you going to make? Who does your heart break for? Like explore those things because the value of your time, like your youth, those are your best, most formative years. And I'm pretty sure, like, on a neurobiology level, our brain 
is plastic. And it becomes less and less plastic the older we get. So it is the most plastic. And when I say plastic, it means like brain plasticity. It can change and form new habits, patterns, and recognize new patterns and all that good stuff easier when we're younger. And so when we're a kid, like a really small kid, it's really easy for us to do it. Which is why if you want to learn multiple languages, if you can do it before like the age of five, I think, or something like that, it makes it really easy. Now, as you get older, your brain plasticity decreases, which means you get more set in your ways. However, in your 20s, I'm pretty sure that it's still pretty plastic. Like you still have, and your brain stays plastic your whole life. Like you have the ability to learn new things, but it is just easier the young you are because your brain is absorbing so much and learning so much. And your 20s are so formative because it is a very plastic time in your life for your brain as compared to your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. And so again, that's why I feel like this verse is pointing at the importance of youth. It also makes me think of great partnerships because it talks about companionship and it talks about covenant. Covenant just runs deep, man. Like, I don't even, it just runs, it's such a big commitment. And I've talked about like building life together and promising away like the best years of our life. And that's not even a negative thing. It's like, hey, these are the best years of my life and I'm choosing to give them to you because I'm choosing to love you. And that choice to love despite anything is how deep the covenant runs. And it's made before God who displays perfect love. And I'm pretty sure he's like, there's no greater love than this to like go up die for your friends basically which is what Christ did he went to the cross for us and so you're basically making a covenant to love like God loved which means to die for one another daily and that doesn't mean putting yourself on a cross it doesn't mean jumping in front of a bullet although it can mean that it mainly means dying to yourself daily in the sense that you die to your emotions you die to your desires daily in order to serve the person you got into a covenant with and so the fact that um they not only this adulteress not only for has forsaken the companion of her youth but forgot the covenant of her god like it just makes me think of great partnerships because a great partner does the exact opposite of this like stays with the companion of her youth and would honor the covenant and it makes me think of great business partnerships because you don't want a partner in a company that is going to ditch when a shiny object pops up is going to ditch when things get hard you want a partner that's going to honor the covenant you guys made together when you sign that 50 page operating agreement um, in your business and you want somebody who's going to um yeah build with you and work with you and stay with you after you give away the best most energetic time in your life to build a company that you both have ownership in right so that's what this whole verse made me think of, the value of time and the value of great partnerships, mainly because it puts on display a really bad partnership who wasted the best times of her life and her partner's life because she threw it away for by forsaking a covenant. That's what this makes me think of. I'm not saying that's a perfect interpretation of the text. I just like to put an entrepreneurial spin on it. And the entrepreneurial spin I see here is that like we build businesses we impact people, we figure those things out in our 20s, and we build successful things for the rest of our life. Successful machines that will create impact and create goodwill in the world, as Alex Hormozzi would say. But if we have bad partnerships, they will forsake that agreement we made together, and then the impact that we could have made, the stuff that we could have built will go by the wayside simply because we got with a bad partner. So. 
I've spent some time on some bad partnerships and upon reflection, I would say it was a bad partnership because I was a bad partner. See, the level of commitment that I am willing to enter into an agreement with is a reflection of the level of commitment I am entering the agreement with. So if I tolerate somebody coming into the agreement with a small level of commitment, it is because I have a small level of commitment to the agreement. Like I would gauge the level of commitment and make sure that it's similar to mine. So if you find yourself in bad partnerships, it's time to look in the mirror and be like, how good of a partner am I? And then when you figure that out, either become a better partner or really just become a better partner. And so like even with some wholesaling stuff that I've done, like it was all kind of get rich quick, try to like um, build a business fast to get me money now because I needed cash flow now. But whenever you enter into a business with that mentality, you're really going to struggle because you're not going to think about your marketing costs over a year. You're not gonna think about your marketing costs over five years. You're not gonna think about how to get profitable today. You're going to ask the wrong questions. It's going to be how can I get money fast, not how can I build a sustainable business. And when you focus on that, you generally go to financial ruin. So where do I want this to show up in my life? I want great partnerships and to use my time wisely. So great partnerships that are like building towards something that I really care about and that is creating the impact in the world that I really care about and people who are serious about that and aren't going to build for five years and then quit, build for 10 years and then quit. It's like, nope, we're in this for the long haul and it may look different for us both in 30 years, but we know on a heart level, like this is what we care about, this is what we're building towards, so let's go do that. Those are the types of partnerships that I want and I want to use my time wisely because again, I think it focuses on the fact that like, forsakes the companion of her youth. Not just a companion, but the companion of her youth. And our youth is where we're the most energetic. Our brain is the most plastic. And we can just have, use that energy and use that plasticity to create habits and routines and see impact in the world and cast a vision in the world that other people otherwise couldn't. So I wanna use my time wisely to cast vision and think big before I have all these limits put in my head um, even more than I already have, right? Like I already have some limiting beliefs from my past, but I wanna cast big vision and live by that big vision before those limiting beliefs start to take over my lifestyle. So um, that's where I want to show up in my life and how can you apply it to your life? I would say become a better partner in all areas of your life. And that looks like being committed, being well-resourced, being well-networked, being, um, having good character traits for a partnership. And so I think a lot of those is like dying to yourself really. So if there was any way you could apply this to your life, routinely die to yourself and then you will be all the more prepared to do it when you enter it into a relationship that requires it. So there we go. That's what I got for you guys today. Um, definitely how you can apply this to your life is do not forsake the companion of your youth and do not forget the covenant that you've made with God. And so if you are married, stay faithful for sure. If you're in a business relationship, stay faithful for sure. But I think something that's really cool here, and it's the last point, this is really me extrapolating off the text. Like this isn't directly in the text, but it's just what I'm taking from it. Forsake the companion of her youth. When I first read this, it was like, our youth has some beautiful things for us. Like it has energy for us. It has beauty for us. It has energy, looks, 
we have possibility, we have the whole world at our feet, we have the ability to think big, we have the time to make big things happen, the compounding nature of good things versus the compounding nature of bad things. We can put so many things into play in our youth. And like, in my mind, her youth was her companion because it had so many benefits for her. And after I read a commentary, I was like, okay, that's not exactly what it's talking about, but it's still what I took from it when I first read it. And I think it's true. Our youth does have many, many beautiful things for us. Not to say old age doesn't, but our youth just has some beautiful things that won't always be there. So take advantage of them while they're there and use them well. Use that time to compound impact. Use that time to compound uh, relationships and goodwill and love. Use that time to compound love. So there we go. Thank you guys for listening. That's all we got for you on the show today. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.